to Further Up and Further In. I'm Amy and I'm here with Michelle. Hey Amy, this is such an exciting day. It is. We are recording on September 1st. We Mm -hmm. know that pretty soon this will be aired almost right away here. Today your kids went back to school. They did. Yay. That's a solid sound effect right there. Yes, it is. We need some whistles and some fireworks. It's true. This is so exciting. After, has it been five months? Yeah. Since the world came to a screeching halt one day. Mm -hmm. We've been marking off COVID by the day the schools were closed. Yeah. My son goes back to school tomorrow. It's just really, really exciting. It is. And so we've survived something amazing. Mm -hmm. And here we are going into a new season. Yeah. And so we welcome our listeners to another, we don't know when our season start and finish, further up and further in, just keeps going further up and further in. Yeah. But here we are today, and we have an interesting topic, and we realize you and I talk about this a lot, and we've never done a podcast I know, on it. right? I, I was sure that we had done this topic, and then as I thought about it, it was a clear, we haven't. Yes, and you had an interesting conversation with someone the other day, and mm-hmm. we love when listeners, and this is a loyal listener, she often shares us on Facebook, hint, hint, Yeah. nudge, nudge, <laughs> listeners, <laughs> that... You had this great conversation. She really wanted you to unpack the topic. So here we go. What are we talking about today? We are talking about the Lordship of Jesus. Lordship? What does that word even mean? Who knows? It makes me think of Downton Abbey. Can I call you your Ladyship Cheatham? Ladyship Cheatham. That doesn't roll off the tongue, though. Well, and it doesn't fit you. I'm sorry. I don't don't seem like a a titled peer or whatever the right word is. You don't. But Cheatham, or Cheatham. There you yes. go. Try that. Lady, Sh- Lady Cheatham. Cheatham. See, I'd like to be Lady Grantham. Yeah, that, Some days, yeah, she says nice. things I'm thinking for any of our Downton Abbey listeners. I have a little cathartic moment and realize I can't be her. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we talking about when we talk about the Lordship of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ? We're not talking about people who are just born into a peerage who get all kinds of wealth and privilege that they didn't earn. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. This is important to unpack because there's quite a lot of things of Jesus is Lord, mm-hmm. Lord of Lords, that it's it's talked about. And it can become a religious cliche that no one's ever unpacked. Yeah. Or, yep, they just say, we just say, oh yeah, Jesus is Lord. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? So besides it being used as a title, it's just about authority. Mm. The whole word is just about authority. Yep. And so, really, sometimes people talk about Jesus as my Savior, and I know they mean, you know, they asked Jesus to save them from their sin, which is such an excellent thing to do. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people claim to be Christians, as in they've called upon the name of Jesus and asked him to save them, forgive them for their sins, good, good stuff. But the next step in your journey is to begin to allow Jesus to be the Lord of your life. There's a submitting to his authority. And everybody's triggers are going. Submission is such a yucky word. So, Amy, mm-hmm. break that down. Why is this not a yucky thing? Why is this not a yucky thing? Mm-hmm. It's not a yucky thing because Jesus, it's a combination, right? He's all loving, all powerful, that he knows us knows who we are, knows our calling, our destiny, our purpose. He, The Bible says he's working all things for the good of those who love, working all things together for the good of those who love him. Mm-hmm. That if we submit to his authority, 
that we are trusting. We are putting our lives in every aspect. We're putting it into the hands of someone who loves us more than we could possibly know, that has more power than we could possibly ever know, and who is better and gooder, whatever the, what more good, good, whatever that is, than we could possibly ever know. Yeah. So when you unpack that, it highlights things that are really important. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, when I hear the word submit, because that word has been used like a stick in my life, you need to submit to blah, 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 as in you need to let me control you. Yeah. We are not talking about that. No. The picture that stirs up in my head is one of my friends when she was little. <laughs> She's a bit, quite a bit younger than me, but I distinctly remember this. When someone would, you know, tell her she needed to go pick up your toys or whatever, she would just scream, don't say me what to do. <laughs> and I think sometimes in my gut, there's a little three-year-old screaming, don't say me what to do. Mm-hmm. But what we're talking about here is like, we are not little three-year-olds. Mm-hmm with unrestrained emotions or without a brain, Mm -hmm. like fully developed into. When you and I are talking about the Lordship of Jesus Christ, we're talking about very thinking, proactive engagement with Jesus, not checking your brain at the door and becoming Mm -hmm. a little zombie Christian who checks off boxes of rules. We are not talking about that. No. Mm -mm. And you highlighted something else really Mm -hmm. important. Jesus never commanded trust. I've probably said this in the podcast before because I say it often. It's true. I know, right? But people have a perception of, I can't, I have no say. Mm-hmm. I've been commanded to do this and this and this. So fine. If I'm going to follow God, I had someone say this recently, you know, great. God gives us a choice. Follow him or burn in hell. I don't think that's the choice. Mm-hmm. He's not asking us to just de facto everything. But Jesus kept saying, well, he said in scripture, he was like, learn of me mm-hmm. and you will find. And so growing in giving ourselves over to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, like inviting him to be the Lord of our life, it is a growing thing. Oh, yeah. And it's something that he's okay with us stepping into Mm -hmm. as we are growing and learning because we're learning he's good. So if he is good, then this is what we want. Yeah. And plus, hey, listeners, I turned 50 last week. I saw Amy put that on the Mm -hmm. podcast. I did. But I don't think I said 50, did I? I just said birthday. Oh. Any, in any Anyways, case, maybe I, I did. I am quite okay with numbers. There's nothing about that that makes me feel like it. That should be not said publicly. I don't care. I turned 50. So something I've learned in my wisdom is that some of my headstrong willfulness in picking my own way has led to disastrous choices, like consequences mm-hmm. that aren't fun. So there's a growing in, man, maybe if I don't have this all together so well, I should start paying attention mm-hmm. to what Jesus has to say about this. Because we're always in submission to something. What? No, I am the boss of me. Well, then you're in submission to the idolatry of yourself. Wow, Amy. I know, right? And if it's someone else, if there's fear of men, then we're actually in submission to other people who are just as messed up as us if we're on the throne of our lives. So who do we want on the throne of our lives? That's what it comes down to in the Lordship Prayer. Do we want ourselves? Oh, goodness, as you just said... That hasn't always had great results. Do we want other people? Mm-hmm. I no, don't because they're just as messed up as us. And I'd like to think I'm not letting other people boss me around, but when I'm in fear of man, I am absolutely letting them be the Lord of my life. Exactly. Or do we want Jesus? Yeah, and why would we want Jesus? Because he is so good. He's just good. Mm-hmm. He's just good. And as I, we're going to just use this word, as I submit to Jesus, he helps me walk in ways that I've been wanting to do all along and wasn't able to just with sheer grit. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. 
So one of the tools that you and I use, recommend, give to people is this Lordship Prayer. There's so many versions of it on Mm -hmm. the internet. We have a short one on a bookmark, but I have this longer one. I love it so much. It's been taped in my Bible for about a year. I read this out loud almost every morning. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. say that every single day I got it. I can't tell you how much saying this out loud first thing in the day actually shifted some major things in my life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I find, man, when, for me, right, if I really recognize that fear of man or control or rebellion is just kind of looking for a little bit of pot, you know, (laughs) looking for some cracks to find a way in. To do the Lordship prayer really anchors me into this is what I'm submitting in all these areas to you, our Lord. Yeah. And even just in this whole um, COVID thing and and being on the board of elders at at our church as we're you know, making hard decisions. It's just repeatedly time and time again, as we go to pray as a group, I'm just like, Jesus, you are Lord of this church. Mm-hmm. Jesus, you are Lord of this board. Yeah. That it just kind of gets everything back into alignment and just quiets the yeah. other, other stuff. Yeah. Such a good way to say it. And saying it out loud for me is helpful in multiple ways. A, we already know if we say something out loud, there's brain science that shows it has a bigger impact than if we just read it in our head silently. Yeah. The enemy can't always hear our thoughts as much as it sounds like he sure can because his being feels like he's having a conversation with me some days. Um, Saying it out loud is like this declaration into the spiritual atmosphere around us Mm -hmm. too. So I don't know. What do you think? Can we just read this prayer? Our listeners can listen in and we'll break down each one, each point a little bit. Sure. Okay. Okay. So it starts, Lord Jesus, man, right away, acknowledging his Lordship. I confess that I have sinned and wanted my own Way. Okay, boom. We can't oh, get through a right sentence, there. right? So if this is like this holy moment at the beginning of my day where I say, hey, I admit, I just want my own way. That confession alone helps. There's some game where you shake all the things and they will all fall into the right spot. It's yeah. like as you go through each line of this, something is clicking into, you said alignment. That's a good word. Yeah. I acknowledge that you created me and that I can do nothing without you. I thank you for dying on the cross for me, and I confess you are my Savior. And so it talks, right, that that's Mm -hmm. an important thing. I invite you now to be Lord of every area of my life. Amen. Done. I don't have to think about every area, because I just said every area. Good. (laughs) Goodbye. So the beauty of this prayer is that now there's like, what, 10 bullet points or something. And the way this, the reason I like this long version isn't just because I'm a wordy person. I can hear my sister already. It's because I need to name what they are. Oh, yeah. And this has been like a game changer for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The general, man, I can say Jesus is Lord. Yeah, Jesus is my Lord. He's Lord of my life. I go through this. Yep. And there's one that's like, hmm, not there. Yeah. And so that's just a place to become super aware. So I think for fun, so the listeners can know just what we struggle with. No, just kidding. (laughs) I really feel they should already have a pretty good they idea. They do, right? They're like, man, yeah. I hope she's paying attention to. Yeah. The first one is Lord of my spirit and my relationship with you. Mm. Right there to me is just like the declaration that I will not strive in my relationship with God. That's so good, Amy. Right? That's what, it, it yeah. reminds me of striving. That it's, not, that it's not up to me to manufacture mm. intimacy and, you know, get a, be a good enough Christian by doing all the X, Y, whatever Z things said, but that it's like, man, he is ultimately in charge of my relationship with him. Just reminds me of all the promises in scripture that he says he'll finish what he started. Yeah. But I kind of still need to 
give way for him to do that. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, this is going to blow your mind, but my thoughts around that, yeah. I love yours. That was really helpful for me. We're way more touchy-feely. <laughs> okay, tell me more. <laughs> I wish our listeners could see our faces, but then we'd have to put more effort into how we look. It's true. Um, I picture a couple dancing. Mm. I'm a terrible dancer. Yeah. And I'm worse at letting the other person lead. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like when I say this, you're the Lord of my spirit and my relationship with you. I just have this visual right away that he's leading the dance. Mm. And it's tender and it's safe because he's a really good dancer. Yeah. So it does something for my emotions too. Mm -hmm. Just like kind of settles something in a funny way. Next one is Lord of my spiritual awareness and worship. Mm -hmm. Interesting, hey? That is spiritual awareness and worship. For me, this is a little bit of a calling to attention discernment. Mm. There's stuff going around all the time. There's stuff going on. There's a spiritual dimension everywhere we go Mm. all day. And because I'm fairly intuitive and feel those things, I used to feel led by them before I was aware of what they were. Mm. And this is like tuning up the discernment thing. And worship is also then going to be where I devote my time and my energy. Mm. Like Mm -hmm. we can think of worship as kneeling down and... Burning incense, or you know, do some sort of religious ritual. But the reality is, the devotion of my time and energy and emotions is worship. When I think of Lord of my spiritual awareness and worship, is that kind of similar to you? Maybe that when when I discern things, it's not my job to take and run with it, but to then be like Jesus, okay, mm. you gave me this awareness of something what do you want me to do with it mm-hmm. so which is turning to worship in effect as yeah. you acknowledge his presence and his goodness and his lordship and his direction mm-hmm. that's worship yeah that's good okay third one lord of my this one's a hefty one lord of my mind my attitudes my beliefs my imagination my understanding my memories my dreams all of my thoughts and my desires well does the rubber hit the road in this one Ooh, okay i mean right away my attitudes oh Ooh, crap you might right have there. to stop being complaining or annoyed or whatever yep. and my imagination i don't know if any of our listeners have struggled with this Mm-hmm. Do you ever have imaginary conversations in your head? Never. <laughs> is Jesus the Lord of those conversations? Or am I just having a good time ripping somebody a new one in my head? Yeah. Yep. That's exactly it. Boom. Yep. And the the Lord of my memories mm-hmm. just speaks to me about, and we did an episode of this, of mm-hmm. where is Jesus? I think that episode. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, he's, he's Lord of those mm-hmm. and he's in them. And yeah. to where is he? Yeah, so if somebody was like feeling vague on that, go listen to Where's Jesus? I think that's mm-hmm. what that episode is called. Because those memories where you can't stop thinking about what that other person did or that thing that happened, mm-hmm. in effect, not because you're doing something wrong, because trauma happened, that person, event, whatever, is actually like having lordship over you, rulership and authority over you in the present. And it doesn't have to be that way. Mm-hmm. We can bring that memory to Jesus, see where he was in it, forgive the people involved. And then once again, now, and it really works. As I remember things that were traumatic, I know now the presence of Jesus there. He's now the Lord of that memory. It does not have the last word on my life today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. It's super important. Mm -hmm. So people kind of have to go back to some other podcasts, go listen to Where's Jesus, Forgiveness, Soul Ties, good Mm -hmm. stuff in there to help you figure out what this looks like. 
Exactly. Next one is Lord of my emotions, my expression of my feelings, and all my reactions. I can't help the way I feel. <laughs> this one made me laugh when I was thinking about you and I talking about it because I have big feelings. Yeah. And then I was like, but Amy has eyebrows. Yeah. I th- isn't that more like... <laughs> Your reactions? Oh, my... Ex- yeah, my reactions. That's mm-hmm. 100% my reactions. <laughs> See, I was like, this one's targeting me. It doesn't apply to other people. I was like, no, no, Amy. There you go. Super you don't get dark. off on this one. Yeah. Let me tell you how you... attacked. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> yeah, Lord of my emotions, my expression of my feelings, and all of my reactions. I mean, obviously, like we just talked about, the reaction one is the one that's like, oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. everything else is like, I am not helpless in these. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just like, oh, well, I can't help myself react that way. Mm-hmm. Or I can't help myself that I feel a- raging anger. No, it's the expression of it yeah. that Jesus becomes the Lord of. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. Yeah. I, we've all been part of, we're experiencing the shrapnel of someone else's, you know, emotions and feelings being expressed in a way that is not good. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus didn't say, have no feelings and have no emotions. He's like, let me be the Lord of how you express that. Yeah. And you and I were just talking earlier about, um, it was about someone who expresses themselves really bluntly. What did you say? Oh, uh, that often when people say, oh, I'm just being brutally honest. They're, they're, they're actually being just being brutal. Yep. Yep. And so this is part of this lordship, like God, as I figure out how to express this, because it does sometimes need to be expressed. We have to have hard conversations in life. Go listen to the gift of conflict. Yeah. Once again, we'll just plug everything. It's like he can help us express things in a productive, fruitful way. Mm-hmm. It'll lead to good stuff. Yeah. So the next one, hmm. which I think maybe you want to talk about, because this directly ties into stuff going on in your life right now. Lord of my will and all of my decisions. Mm. Can we have some sound effects there just to give me a breather? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I was like, took a big I, breath in and I was like, um, I have uh, nothing there. I just love your willingness to give it a, give it a thought. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in a major transition point in my life today, September 1st, that we're recording is my very first day of what I'm choosing to call reassigned or redeployed. Mm-hmm. And so I resigned from my position as a pastor in the church where I was serving, which I absolutely loved doing yeah. with all my heart. Have loved it, love the congregation, love what I get to do there, the opportunities. Could easily just do it forever because it's, it's good. And I work with a great team of people and it's fun and it's safe. And for the last few months, quite a few months, but we'll just make it general, Uh, I've just been sensing God saying to me that my time there is done. Mm -hmm. And that in and of itself wasn't necessarily surprising because life moves and changes, but I wanted like this really tidy package of explanation that I'm going from this to this. Mm -hmm. And I kind of thought it would be after my son was finished high school, which is still a year away. So your decision would be kind of cut and dry, very clear from this to this and this time. Yeah. And easy for people to understand and easy for me to understand. And it would be safe. Mm-hmm. And instead, I began to just really sense him saying, the time is now, the time is now, the time is now. And that's a whole long story that won't show up in this podcast for a long time, probably. <laughs> but in every way I know how to hear from God, he was saying, now is the time. And then I just had like this long stretch of, I had to wrestle with this. Mm-hmm. I couldn't sleep. I would think about how much, how other people would feel about this decision, which is what, Amy? 
Fear of man. <laughs> right? And some of that just comes out of the real truth that I love these people and don't yeah. want to cause them sadness. But when you start losing sleep over it and you can't decide whether you should do what God says you think God is saying to do or what will make other people happy, guess who's Lord? Yep, other people. And you know what? In all of that, there's a certain thread of ugliness. I'm just going to bring it up again and again. That's like self-protection and self-preservation. Yeah. Does someone else's approval make me feel safer than obedience to God? Mm-hmm. There's a sound effect for you. So yeah, after losing sleep for a while and just realizing every way I know how to hear God's voice, he is telling me this is now. And I had to align my will with that. He's the Lord of my will and my decisions. I said yes to him, actually, and I know he's good. Mm -hmm. This is where the shift starts to happen. When I started to put more of my emotional energy into thinking about his goodness in my life in the past, his promises for my future, it was like, uh, yeah. Yeah. He is the Lord of my will and my decisions. So I did make this very hard decision and am now walking into this new season. Mm -hmm. So yes, we're going to keep podcasting. Yep. Yes, we're going to still speak at conferences and retreats. Those are things that I still feel like I he is calling me to and calling mm-hmm. us to. So there's yeses in those things. I'm also going to do some writing, mm-hmm. which I think he's calling me to. And for the longest time, I didn't want to say it out loud because, 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 because. Yep. And my husband just kept making me. He'd just say to people, so what do, what do you think the Lord wants you to do in this season? And I was like, right. But maybe some of our foofy listeners will want to read my book. So. Exactly. I'm sure of it. If nothing else, we'll be giving free copies away to foofy listeners. Okay. What's the next one, Amy? Next one is Lord of Habits, My Coping Mechanisms, and My Behavior Cycles. Okay, now this is getting gritty. Yep. Because, right, when rubber meets the road, when we're stressed, when we're feeling unsettled, when we're feeling disturbed, how are we coping? Are we submitting to Jesus in that? Or are we... Drinking, Facebooking, Netflixing, eating chocolate, eating chocolate. <laughs> coping mechanisms out. and behavior cycles. And man, when I was saying this first thing in the morning, Amy would come up and hit me in the face sometimes during the mm-hmm. day where I just have this like light bulb moment. This is an unhealthy coping mechanism right here, right now. And I would think, well, then I'm actually just going to stop. Mm. It was weird to me how saying this out loud would actually go figure, make a difference in my yeah. day. So if anybody's struggling with behavior cycles that you really wish you could get out of. This isn't like the magic panacea, mm-hmm. but this is a really good place to start. Exactly. You're inviting Jesus in. You're not just going through a rote ritual. You're not saying empty words. Your words have power. Mm-hmm. You're making this declaration. You're bringing your emotions into alignment with your will. It's good. It is good. So Lord of my body, my physical health, my exercise, my diet, my rest, my health care, my appearance, and all of my behavior. This is now just getting too gritty. This is now too much (laughs) body, soul, spirit. Can't we just spiritualize everything and just... Say a prayer and get on with their day? Yeah. Why does it have to be stuff that actually demands action? (laughs) Because it matters. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, and you know, I, I laugh, but things like at my age... My physical health, my exercise, and my diet make a massive difference in mood and productivity and Mm -hmm. energy. Like, all of a sudden, how I take care of my body directly plays into how I can do the other things that I want to do. Yeah. That I think Jesus is calling me to that are super fun. Right. And again, it brings these things into alignment. If Mm -hmm. we are one way or the other, Mm -hmm. saying, ah, whatever, it's just, who cares? You'll get whatever. Or... 
overly obsessed and Mm -hmm. controlling every aspect of this. Both. That's so good. Right? It's both. No, Jesus, you are Lord. So this matters, but not to the extent of obsession. Yeah. And so... Or control, focus. It's such a good thing to highlight that. Because for me, I get to this and I'm like, oh, my physical health and my exercise, crap. I guess I better get up off the couch and go... Oh, yeah. I'm definitely on the same side as you. (laughs) But you're right. As you highlight that, I have known people whose God is their physical well-being their physical rituals their physical habits and they are like not ever letting an ounce of sugar cross their plate because they're obsessed and no one can even have them over for dinner because yeah yeah there's another end of the spectrum of obsessive behaviors around control yeah control my life and my outcomes it's like no jesus you be the lord of this yeah I actually have experienced that thinking now of different times that i've tried to do some dietary restrictions and sometimes for a really good reason and as you know, a member of the congregation having me over for coffee and thinking, oh, they made this special thing for me, but right now I'm not eating wheat and sugar. And then just thinking, really? Is that something you're asking of me, Jesus, or should I be honoring this person mm-hmm. who made this for me? Bam, right there, Lord of your things. Diet. Your eating? Diet. There mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. That right there is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I don't have a dietary, like, I don't have an allergy or something, yeah. so I'm not saying that. But, you know, where I, ha- I have this choice and I want to uh, control. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my appearance goes both ways, too. I've known, you know, sloppy seasons, people that can't be bothered to have a shower. Mm-hmm. And they stink. But then on the other end of the spectrum is I can't leave the house because I have no mascara on. Yeah. So what you, our listeners are going to have to say, what does it mean for you to be the Lord of my mm-hmm. appearance? By the way, we are going to post a link to this in the notes so that people yeah. don't have to remember it. But I recommend this, that you slowly, bit by bit, just invite Jesus to be the Lord of all these various aspects. It's going to bring harmony and order and peace and shalom into your life. Yeah, It's good. It is not about being a puppet controlled. It is good. Mm-hmm. Okay, next one. Lord of my eyes and what I look upon and for how long and when. Hmm. So this one, my first thing is like, oh, this is like pornography. Can be. It can be. But man, it can also be like, you're watching a lot of shows. Mm -hmm. Not that they're bad shows. They might be. They might be. Or they could be perfectly fine shows. Yep. But have you said, okay, Jesus, is this what you want me to waste my time on? Or spend my time on? Clearly, right there was (laughs) a judgment. (laughs) Is this this where you want me to be putting my time? Exactly. Yeah, and you know, I have had people say this was helpful for them with porn. Mm. You know, I had a conversation with someone who's like, well, where do you draw the line? Because when I watch this and this and this and this, and I was like, oh, you know what? You need to talk to Jesus about that. Mm -hmm. Because if you ask me to make a rule, Mm -hmm. I know where I feel viscerally uncomfortable watching a show. And all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? That's pornographic. Mm -hmm. And I don't want that to hold in me. So it's off. We're done. Other people could watch more than that and be fine. Maybe. I don't know. The thing is, God knows you and you know him. Yeah. Ask him to be the Lord of what you look upon and how long and when. This can be for wandering eyes too. Yeah. Not just that men have wandering eyes, women do too. Mm-hmm. What am I looking at for how long and when? Yeah. It's just really good. And only Jesus can tell you what you need to know about that. Exactly. Here's another fun one. Lord of my ears and everything I listen to and for how long and when. Yep. Right? This is in so many things. This is like in music. This is in news. This is in conversations Conversation. with people. I've just 
Yeah. Right? It could be they're just ranting about stuff. Yeah. Or they're gossiping. Or they're just being very, very negative. Yeah. Yeah. That when you submit to Jesus, he'll tell you, okay, you know what? Yeah. You can change this conversation, change this channel. Yeah. Walk away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good thing. Okay. Here's a worse one though, yeah. Amy. I know, right? <laughs> Lord of my mouth and what I speak. Fewer, well, fewer questions, <laughs> fewer comments, more appreciative words. Quick to listen, slow to speak. James 119, take control of what I say, O Lord, and guard my lips. Psalms 141, 3. Well, it was bad enough when it said, Lord of my mouth and what I speak. No, but, but then, then when it elaborates. Right. Fewer questions, fewer comments, more appreciative words. That gets rubber hitting the road right there. That's really easy to be, that's an easy way to be like, okay, Jesus, am I, am I actually Lord? Or, or am I actually Lord? <laughs> yeah. Are you actually Lord? Mm-hmm. How have my conversations been going lately? Mm-hmm. Have I been talking a crap ton? Yeah. And talking in a productive way. Because yeah. I have also gone through seasons where I'm like, fine, then I won't say anything. Yeah. And that was my withdrawing and doing other unhealthy things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, am I asking questions because I really want to learn or because I'm just challenging someone and poking them? Or am I, could I make fewer comments? It's, believe it or not, everyone doesn't need my editorial and everything. Yep. Weird, but true. It's very true. And more appreciative words. I think we can always say, yes, Lord. More mm-hmm. appreciative words mm-hmm. to people that don't deserve them. Yeah. But yep. then they won't change. Oh, wow. I think... Oh, wait. Am I the Lord or is Jesus going to be the Lord of other people too? Am I going to make room for him to be the Lord of others? Or do I think I'm his special agent? (laughs) I do wish people could see your fabulous face. (laughs) All right, next one. Lord of my hands and all that I do. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty Pretty straightforward. And, you know, funny for me, but this one for me is like, oh, yeah, like... I just get cranky sometimes making supper. Have mm-hmm. I mentioned that on this podcast? I'm pretty before? sure you have. It's like people need to eat again and I am tired and I also just got home and now mm. I'm supposed to make dinner. So other people might have other things kind of awakened to them when they read this. But for me, it's like Lord of my hands and all that I do. It's like the work, mm. the work that I do. If I have a bad attitude, it, it, there's all like overlap, but it's just like, no, Lord, I want you to be the Lord of my dinner preparation. Mm. Yeah. So that my family doesn't get indigestion for my crankiness. <laughs> and I think for me, Lord of my hands and all that I do, what that makes me think of is like, um, the only way I can do is like our ministry of touch. Hmm. Of listen to a really fabulous podcast that it was just this woman that has a, a book, but just talking about how, how Jesus had a ministry of touch and we're called as Christians and how awkward and weird and you know, everything has become that it's like, Oh, am am I allowed to hug? Is it has Mm -hmm. to be a side hug? Can I do this? Can I do this? And she's like, man, we are called to have a ministry of touch. It's Mm. touching matters. And it really drastically changed people. And for me, when I hear Lord of my hands and all that I do is like the thing of like, okay, how am I touching people? Mm. Right. I mean, saying it like that makes it sound weird, but honestly, like I'm not, my go-to is not touching people. I know. But when man, you do touch me but, in a loving way, it's a gift. <laughs> right? And I know that there's some people that I go out of my way to hug because yeah. every time I hug them, yeah. they're like, I know this is a big deal. To you. I know this is not your go-to, but the fact you would do it for me 
is something. So good. Right? And so I don't I don't care if I hug this person or not. But you used But to, in the You've submitted to the Lordship of Jesus. It's like, okay, yes. I'll give this person a hug or I'll make sure that I whatever do a back hit on whatever. Yeah. Right? That's what I think of when I think of that. Yeah, that's so good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next one, Lord of my feet and everywhere I go. Yeah, that's to me just like today the choices I make about what I'm gonna do. Lord, would you be the guide? Yep. The guide. Yep. Exactly. Lord of my sexuality and its expressions. Okay, fine. We're not talking about that on this podcast. Oh, this is just like, this one could be a whole podcast by itself. I don't know if I'm going there, Amy. I know. I've had that thought several times, but I'm like, oh, that feels very, very, very something. So just so our listeners know, we have done ladies' nights oh, yeah. about sexuality. We just have not been ready to record them and put them on the World Wide no. Web. Yeah, exactly. We are passionate about this topic. We mm-hmm. are passionate about the fact that God cares about our sexuality and yeah. its expression. Yeah. So the whole spectrum from seduction um, to, wow, I'm just going to say it, frigidity. Yeah. God has healing and restoration for mm-hmm. us in the expression of our sexuality. But for today, we can just leave it here. You start inviting Jesus to be the Lord of your sexuality and stuff is going to happen. Yeah. And it's good because our world has gone nuts binging on sexuality to medicate everything. Oh, man. I listened another fabulous podcast. Okay, yes, well, I can tell you just had a long drive. <laughs> I know, right? Um, it was Ask N.T. Wright, and he was I talking about, I can't remember what he was talking about, but he he just made this observation. He's like, that our culture today, and he was obviously talking about, you know, the culture he lives in, so England and Western, mm-hmm. whatever that is. He's like, we are so deep into the worship of Aphrodite's, mm. which is the goddess of... Like love and and sexuality. Mm -hmm. It's like that that is the idol in all of, in our lives. And that is the ultimate goal. So the reality is, is that none of us are immune from culture speaking to us about this. Some of us have stories that involve church speaking to it in ways that are not healthy. Yeah. Uh, We are all sexual beings created by God for sexual expression. And we have been ravaged by the world and brokenness and sin. Yep. And so we would be excited for you to step into healthy sexuality. You can pray for us. Maybe we'll do a podcast. Maybe, maybe one day. <laughs> but yeah. for now, just be encouraged that God has goodness for you in this. And when we let him be the Lord of this and restore it, it becomes a place of joy and fun and vitality in our lives. God loves sex. It's good. Yeah. Okay. Last one I kind of feel is like the catch-all for everything else. Mm-hmm. Lord of my time, my work, my ministry, my prayers my pleasure, my home, my family, my possessions, my perceived needs, Mm, my safety, my finances, my plans, my ambitions, my future, and all of my relationships. That one's like anything else I maybe thought I could get around having that included has now been included. Yep. And different seasons, different weeks, different ones of these pop off to you, right? My perceived needs. But I do need. Oh, do you? Yeah. Man, That yeah, definitely. For a while there, it was... um, for me, there was such a sense of like, man, I really feel like, you know, God has opportunities for me ministry-wise, like prof- professionally ministry-wise mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. And that there was like this like angstiness about it of like, well, no, I need to make something happen and nothing's happening. And and for me to be, it was like, Lord, I mean, I it was basically Lord of my ministry, but it was Lord of my work and service to you. Mm. Just cleared it, right? Where it's like, so oh, good. okay, like... If he is Lord, 
then where I'm supposed to be, as long as I keep saying yes and being open to him and, you know, taking opportunities and faithfulness and stuff, then it will happen. I don't need to be worried that I'm somehow going to miss out Mm. on something because I haven't, whatever, shoved my way in somewhere. Yeah. Or, you know, that because I did X, Y, and Z now any sort of like ministry or job that I would possibly have is screwed over. Yeah. But it's like, no, Jesus, you're good. You have plans for my life. And you're the Lord. of them. You are the Lord of my work and service to you. So good for me right now, because I let go of my paycheck. It's like, you're the Lord of my finances. So how I spend my money and my understanding that he's going to provide. Yeah. It's just good. It is good. And then it just finishes up again in just like, such a beautiful way. Thank you, Jesus, that your blood was shed, that I might be set free and changed. Mm. That's important. It's huge because we're trying really hard to change ourselves. And actually a, a massive catalytic shift is declaring he's the Lord of the things. Yeah. And that you rose again and sent the Holy Spirit that my, I might learn to walk in joy and peace and victory over sin and Satan. Please grant me daily intimate fellowship with you. I desire to know and clearly hear your voice and walk in the path you have for me. Right? That's just like, if we're doing this in the morning, Mm -hmm. we're setting ourselves up to be more aware, right? For a really good day, actually. Oh, yeah. With a lot more peace and clarity. know and hear your voice. So good. In Jesus' Jesus' name, name, amen. amen. And so I hope this conversation has been helpful to our listeners that the Lordship of Jesus Christ isn't all about control and submission, but it's like about living in a way that's more free Mm -hmm. and good and peaceful and joyful, like full of anticipation because he is good. And so we bless you as you figure this out for you, that as you walk in the Lordship and obedience to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, not to your own wills and desires, not to people around you as Lord, but at Jesus as Lord, you will be propelled further up and further in. If you are finding our podcasts helpful, we would love it if you would go to whatever app you're using to listen and just leave a review. That helps people find us easier. Also, if there's a particular episode that you just loved or it was hard hitting or blew your mind, if I could go so far as to say that, share it on your social media. We would just love to see this podcast expand and reach because we really believe that God has stuff for each and every one of our listeners.